Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. companion Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. Are you still there? Bucky Lewis and his two pals, Vic and Roy, had left a series of crimes behind them as they moved through the Southwest Territory. One afternoon, Bucky and Vic were playing cards in a hideout shack not far from Red Gap when Roy entered. Where's Bucky? Hi, Roy. Sounds like you have something on your mind. I have. Listen, if we move fast, Bucky, we'll be able to grab a lot of cash. We're listening. Go on. I went into the bank to change a bill. To tell it was just handing over a payroll for one of the large ranches around here. You know, the Circle D. I followed the two ranch hands outside. They're heading right now for the ranch with that cash. I took a shortcut here to get you and Vic. Well, what trail are they driving on? The West Trail. That ranch is several miles out. If we hurry, we can stop those two hombres and grab that payroll. We could use some cash right now. That's right, Vic. We sure could. Well, let's get our horses. Come on. (laughs) 
meantime, the Lone Ranger and his Indian companion, Toto, were following the west trail through the hills in the direction of Red Gap. You think Bucky Lewis, other two gunmen, in this territory, Kimasabi? Well, it's possible, Toto. We've trailed them a long way. Ah. Well, maybe them hide out. Something's happened around that bend ahead. Come on, Silver. Let's come. As the Lone Ranger and Toto rode around the bend, they saw a buckboard in the ditch beside the trail. Three horsemen were just riding away. They're three outlaws. They're leaving. Use your guns. They're out of range. We follow them? No, not now. The two men on the ground seem to be hurt. We'll stop and help them. Who's the Who? Easy, 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 fella. Well, there are plenty of white stuff near buckboard. It leave trail on ground. It's white paint. It's leaking from those cans on the buckboard. This man's wounded in the arm and in the shoulder. Your mask. But I saw you shooting at him. I don't savvy. We're friends. We're here to help you. The Lone Ranger bandaged the man's wounds while Toto went to see about the other one, who lay a short distance away. There. This will do until you reach a doctor. I noticed you were hauling cans of paint. Why would outlaws I want... I foreman of the Circle D spread. I was taking home the paint, but was also taking the cash from the bank in Red Gap for the payroll. That's why the cowpoke was with me. Other fella wounded plenty bad, Kimasabi. Him unconscious. We'll put the buckboard back on the trail, Tonto. You take the two wounded men to the doctor in Red Gap. I'll follow the tracks of those outlaws and meet you in the grove on the edge of town later. As soon as Tonto left for town with the wounded men, the Lone Ranger started after the three crooks. At first, the trail was clear. Then it ended where the three riders had gone into a shallow stream. Oh, be oh, easy, steady. Oh, darkness is setting in. Better go meet Tonto. By that time, the moon should be up. I'm going to come back here and continue the search. Come on, Silver. It was dark when the masked man met his Indian friend in the grove near town. Oh, easy, You lose trail in dark, Kimasabi? They covered their trail by riding into a stream, Tonto. Because of the approaching darkness, I decided to come back to meet you. Well, there'll be full moon in two, three hours. And then we go, go search. Now, what about the wounded men? Well, me take them to doctor. Doctor say them be all right. Sheriff come, ask many questions. And me come here, wait for you. We'll camp here until the moon comes up. Ah. And me go to cafe while you wait. Maybe get news. All right, Toto. Easy, Scout. Easy, brother. Get him up, Scout. Toto rode into town and left Scout at the hitch rack in front of the cafe. He went inside and for some time observed the men who came in and out. Finally, his attention was drawn to a patron who stood talking to the barkeep. I uh, hear you had some excitement around here this afternoon. Yeah. A couple of fellas in the Circle D spread were wounded and robbed by three outlaws. Reckon they're lucky they weren't killed. That's bad enough as it is. Both seriously wounded. The 
crooks took the satchel containing several thousand dollars in cash. Oh, that's tough. A uh, stranger in town, aren't you, mister? Yeah, just passing through. Hey, what's that white stuff on your sleeve? Uh, white stuff? Where? There, on the underside, near the elbow. I noticed it when you raised your glass. It looks like paint. I never saw it. It must have brushed against some fresh paint somewhere. Reckon I have to be moving along now. See you again sometime. So long. So long. Mm. That fella have white paint on sleeve. And me see paint on solar boot. Me follow him. Toto stood on the cafe veranda in the shadows until the stranger rode away. The Indian's first impulse was to go for the Lone Ranger, who was waiting in the grove. But the man had ridden toward the opposite end of town, and Toto decided he'd better try to keep him in sight, then come back as soon as he found out where he went. He hurriedly mounted Scout. Easy, Scout. Easy, fella. Get him up, Scout. Toto followed the stranger for some distance. A full moon had come up and it was easy for the wary Indian to keep the other rider in sight until they reached the foothills where the winding trail was hidden from sight by large boulders. Suddenly, the Indian was startled by the whine of a bullet. Stop where you are, I'll bug you. Moscow, no fella. I'm coming you from here and a friend of mine is coming you from a boulder behind you. I'll reach you, don't move. Uh-huh. Get up there. Get up there. Oh, there you go. Hey, look, Vic, an Indian. Yeah, Roy. When I left the cafe, I noticed that paint horse of his at the hitch rack. Then I remembered catching a glimpse of an Indian standing in the back of the cafe. I turned and saw him slip out the door and move into the shadows on the porch. Why would he follow you, Vic? Remember the two armies who came along right after we stopped that butt board this afternoon? Yeah. Yeah, and one of them was an Indian on a paint horse. Right. Something made him suspicious of me, so he trailed me out here. Good thing you were watching the trail at the boulders. Where's your partner, Indian? Me not talk. You talk, all right. I'll see to that. Take his guns, Roy. I'll keep him covered. Right. I have him. Now, Redskin, I'll make you answer my questions. Me not talk. Hey, hold on, Vic. Let's take him to the shack. Bucky will want to know about this, and he'll force him to talk. All right. Right ahead of us, Indian, in the direction you were going. Get moving before I decide to plug you. Get him up, Scout. Get up, get up there, boy. After a short ride, the two crooks and Tonto reached the shack in the foothills where Bucky Lewis was waiting. Oh, oh Scout. Oh, fella. Oh. Get off that horse and go inside, Redskin. Ah, uh, easy, Scout. Easy. Keep him covered, Roy. Right. I'll tie his horse to that sapling. Get up, you. Come on. Hurry up, Vic. He's tied. Let's go in. Go on in, Indian. Door's unlocked. Hey, what is this? Why'd you bring that Indian here? He followed me from town, Bucky. I led him on to where Roy was waiting, and we both got the drop on him. I don't savvy. Why should he trail you? Maybe you didn't notice, Bucky. But this afternoon, when those two armies came riding along the trail after we grabbed the cash, I looked back. I saw an Indian and a masked man. The Indian was riding a big paint horse. I'm sure this is the same one. Ah, oh, so that's it. 
What made you decide to follow Vic Redskin? Well, him have white paint on sleeve and on sole boot. Plenty white paint leak out of cans on buckboard you rob. Thanks, Jiminy. You do have paint on you, Vic. Yeah. I didn't notice it before. When you dismounted today to grab the satchel, you must have stepped in some of that paint and got some on your sleeve when you reached for the cash. Yeah. I figure this Indian, the masked partner he is, ain't to cut themselves in on that cash. Yeah. The way they threw lead after us, I'd say they hoped to take it all. Well, you'll not get away if we not stop to help wounded men. If I remember right, that masked man was riding a big white stallion. Yeah, he was. Masked man on a white stallion and an Indian on the paint. I'm beginning to get it. They weren't after the cash, fellas. They were after us. To turn us over to the law and return that cash. Ah, don't be local. Why would a couple of owl hoots do that? And why should they stop and help the wounded men, Vic? Well, I'll tell you why. Because that masked man must be the Lone Ranger. Jumping catfish. You told us about him. Yeah, I remember you warning us that the masked man and his Indian friend helped the law. Right. Now, listen, Redskin. I want to know where that masked friend of yours is. Well, maybe him follow when me trail that fella. Bucky, you hear that? The masked man might be right outside the shack now. Mm, not right. Take your gun, Vic. Go out and look around. Oh, no, I'm not taking any chances. After all you told us about that masked man, I'm not going out alone. Why don't we tie up the Indian and leave him in here? Then we'll all go out and look. Oh, that's good idea. Maybe when you go out, Lone Ranger come in window. Untie me. Give me gun. Say, you might do just that. Thanks, Indian, for being so stupid to, to put us wise. We'll take you along with us. Tie his hands behind his back, Roy. Yeah. And we'll go out and look around. A few minutes later, the three crooks left the shack with Tonto. Keep the Indian covered just in case, Vic. Right. That paint horse is a beaut, Bucky. Yeah. Untie him, Roy. Bring him here. Oh, better leave him tied, Bucky. They... I said untie him. I want to look him over. Well, all right. We better look around. In a minute. <laughs> exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Scramble to continue. Bucky Lewis had purposely let Toto's horse scout leave the hideout. The gunman hoped the Lone Ranger would follow Scout's tracks to the shack so that he and his two pals might trap the masked man. Vic asked, If the masked man does come here, Bucky, well, what do you plan to do? Lug him? But from what you told us, he's clever. He'd be on the lookout for a trap. I've thought of a plan that ought to work. Roy, you and this redskin are about the same size. Oh, what's that got to do with it? Everything. You have black hair, too. Look, we'll force the Indian to change clothes with you. And with your hair slicked back, wearing that headband and feather and his buckskins, well, you ought to pass. Hey, you're local. Oh, now, listen to me. Here's the deal. We make it look like you're tied to a chair in the shack. After you're dressed like the Indian. Now, we put a bandana loosely across your mouth like a gag. That'll help hide your features. Then the lamp will be turned low. Oh, I still don't get it. Look, disguised as this Indian, Roy will be in the shack. Seemingly tied to a chair and gag. Yeah, yeah. Now, we take the Indian, wearing Roy's clothes, to the gully on the left of the shack. And wait there for the masked man to show up. Now, the Indian will be tied and gagged. I'm listening, but I don't like no, the idea. No. Well, there's nothing to it, Roy. You'll have a gun in your hand, behind your back. The masked man will come to the shack, looking for his friend. He'll see what looks like the Indian, bound and gagged in the shadows inside. And when he comes in to release his friend, you wait he's inside. And close. Then plug him. You get it? Why don't we just wait in the gully and ambush him? You'll manage to get to the shack through the brush without us knowing it. You just wait and see. Oh, no. He's smart, Vic. We have to do something to throw him off guard. Uh, with the light turned low, it might work at that. Well, sure it will. He'll think his Indian friend is inside, and he'll not be expecting a thing. He'll also make sure that nobody else is in there before he goes in. Just don't you worry. Now, after you shoot him, Roy, Come to the door and call us. All right. Let's go inside and get ready for that mask, man. Come on. As time went on and Tonto didn't return to the grove on the edge of town, the Lone Ranger became concerned. He was about to go searching for his friend when he heard fast hooves approaching. It must be Tonto coming now. Scout with an empty saddle. Who's got Something's happened. I'll take Scout and follow his tracks to where Tonto must be. Easy, steady, big fella. Come, Scout, come. Come on, Silver. shining brightly. It took some time for the Lone Ranger to follow Scout's tracks. Finally, when he caught a glimpse of the shack in the clearing, he stopped among the trees. Oh, 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 Scout, oh. Easy, steady, big fella. The Lone Ranger suspected that Tonto might be a captive in the shack, but he noticed that there was no sign of life and no guard. He decided to go on foot through the brush and look inside. The masked man, moving like a shadow through the tall brush, cautiously made his way toward the building. Bucky and Vic, with Tonto and the horses, waited in the gully. The Lone Ranger managed to reach a window of the shack. 
He cautiously looked inside. Hmm. That's a dim light inside, I... There's Tonto. Mistaking the seemingly bound and gagged figure for Tonto, and seeing that no one else was in the shack, the Lone Ranger, again using caution, moved toward the front of the building. Crouching low with gun in hand, the masked man finally reached the door. glanced around quickly, then lifted the latch and eased inside. He stood a moment with gun ready. The figure in the chair sat with bowed head as if sleeping. The Lone Ranger looked searchingly at the man before him. Then he started forward. When the masked man was a few feet away, the figure moved. But the Lone Ranger spoke sharply. Don't move or I'll shoot. Hey, I... Quiet. Have... Moving close, the Lone Ranger pressed his gun against Roy. At the same time, he reached down and grabbed the gun from the crook's hand. A trap, huh? He pulled away the loose cords and the bandana. Then yanked the shivering crook to his feet. Stand up, you. How did you know? Your disguise is good. My Indian friend wears moccasins, not boots. You're wearing his buckskins and headdress. Where is he? Speak up. If you've killed him... Oh, no, 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 no. He's all right. He... He's with the others outside in the gully. And they're waiting to hear a shot. Is that it? Yes. I, I was to plug you and then call them from the doorway. Good. We'll oblige them. Now open the door and call them. Go on. If you try to warn them, remember I'll have this gun at your back. All right. Call to them. Bucky! Vic! Now come back in here. This will take care of you. Have to set the stage now. Quickly, the masked man lifted the unconscious crook and put him on a chair with his head resting on the table. Then, hurrying to the open door, he cautiously looked out. And there they come, and Tonto is with them. Now go out to the window at the back. The Lone Ranger quickly climbed through the open window at the back. A short time later, Bucky and Vic leading their horses and with Tonto walking between them, his hands bound and a gag in his mouth, reached the front of the shack. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Your plan must have worked, Bucky. Oh, sure. That shot we heard meant Roy plugged the mask man. I'll take away that gag, Indian. <clears throat> Me not believe Lone Ranger killed. You'll soon see that he is. Now, let's go inside. Go on, Indian. Hey, Roy, what are you doing? Where's the mask man you shot? I don't see I'm any... I'm right here in the doorway. Hey, hey, what? Reach and don't move. Holy mackerel, he's still alive. Uh, me plenty glad. You won't be glad long. I'll Drop show you... No! I'll plug you, Indian. Hold it. Oh! I... Face the wall, all of you. Then don't move. No. I'll pick up their guns. I'll set you free, Tonto. There. Tie them. I'll keep them covered. Tonto quickly tied the two crooks. Then while the Lone Ranger bandaged their wounds, Tonto changed clothes with the unconscious Roy. When he was again wearing his own buckskins and headdress, Tonto bound Roy. Then he spoke. Kimosabe, me plenty worried. Me think maybe you get shot. I sensed a trap, Tonto. So I looked closely before I went forward to release the figure I thought was you. 
Then I noticed he wore boots. Ah, him cry, moccasins. Them not fit. That one, Bucky Lewis. Him crook who robbed men on, on buckboard yesterday. The satchel of cash must still be here, then. Ah, satchel under bunk. Me get it. Oh, golly, Bucky, I thought you were smart. If we'd shot that paint horse when he started to leave, this wouldn't have happened. Well, there's no use beefing about it now. Here, satchel of cash. Give me something. Good enough. Our next move is to see that these crooks and the stolen cash are turned over to the sheriff. We'll go... Riders coming this way. Me, take a look. Kimasabi. Yes. It's sheriff and posse. They may be leave town early to hunt crooks. Good. That saves us a trip to town. We wait for posse? No, there's no use making explanations. They'll find these crooks tied and ready to take back to jail. The sheriff will know Bucky Lewis on sight. There's been plenty of hand build out about him. We'll go out through the back window and make our way to the horses. Come on. Uh-huh. A few moments later, the posse stopped in front of the shack. Have your guns ready, man. Right, sir. Door standing open. Jumping Jiminy, Sheriff. Look. Yeah. Three men trussed up like chickens, ready for market. Say, that one looks like Bucky Lewis, the outlaw. Uh-huh. That's Lewis, all right, Sheriff. Sheriff, quick. Two of the gang are getting away. We can't stop them right now. We'll trail them later. At least we have Bucky Lewis and two of his gunmen. Yeah. Look here, Sheriff. Here's the satchel of stolen cash. Hi, Sunder. I don't get this. Why should two of them turn on the others, then leave without taking the cash they must have fought over? Search me. I heard you coming and got panicky, Sheriff. You better get after them and gun them. They're the two worst gunmen we had with us. One's Mass, the other's an Indian. Hear that, Sheriff? We can't let them get away. Deputy, you take these three crooks to jail and carry that satchel along as evidence. Right. I'll take half of the men and trail the two that got away. Uh, that masked man was too smart for us. Hey, that one's been knocked out. He's coming too now. Yeah. What's he saying? Uh, Bucky, Vic, you you got caught too. The, the Lone Ranger was too clever for us. I, I couldn't oh, help shut it. Up. Wait a minute. What was that he said? Something about the Rangers. He... No. By thunder, he spoke of the Lone Ranger. I see it all now. That masked man and his Indian friend caught these three crooks and tied them. They left when they heard us coming, and Bucky tried to make us believe they were part of his gang. If I should have known when Bucky said one of them was masked and the other was an Indian, that he was really talking about none other than the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.